Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, Claudia. What's going on? I am good. I am good. It's Thursday. I'm super excited. And back again, our special guest co-host for the week, Miss Quad. What's up, Quad? Hey, babies. How y'all doing? Y'all look cute. I like all the different outfits. We looking cute tonight, don't we? I like the little keyhole right here you have. It's pretty. Yeah, it's like kind of showing. It's like being a hussy, but not really. <laughs> Conservative and fast. You might be a hussy, but we're not sure yet. I want to be yeah. a hussy. I just can't find anyone to be a hussy with. Trust me, it's that's. Yeah, that's my intent, actually. Absolutely. All right. How y'all feeling tonight? Are we drinking or not? I'm kind of sad. I'm drinking. I'm having a hot toddy dough. I put a little Crown Royal apple down into my lemon and honey tea. So it's giving me what I need right now. But I'm kind of sad because, Quad, we only got one more day with you. No, I know. But hopefully in the future, who knows? So, you know, you got me on speed. <laughs> Just give me a call. All right. Exactly. All right. Quad, are you drinking? Well, girl, you got on me early part of the week. I just want to be in line with what the people got going on at Fox Soul. <laughs> so I got a little bit of XO yet again. Oh, so it's going to be one of those shows. Ah. <laughs> love it. I love it. All right, let's get into it. Today is the first day of Black History Month. History, uh, Black History Month. History started its own celebration in 1975. And in 1976, it became Black History Month. What is the best thing you feel about being black. Well, let's go back to you. Well, first of all, we get a, an opportunity to really celebrate our strength and our heritage and who we are. We get a chance to highlight our ancestors and people who actually were the frontier runners for who we are today. So I really do appreciate that. I always take great pride in that, actually. All right, Al? Yeah, you know, Black History Month to me is um, a time to spotlight just black excellence, black achievement from the beginning until now. And so long, for so long, they tried to sell you that Black History Month was a celebration of the end of slavery and, you know, trying to, the, to abolish racism, but it's not happening. I think Black History Month extended to a month is awesome because we get to celebrate all the great people before and present that are contributing significantly to our culture and to the United States and to the world. And, I, and if you really look at our influence, I mean, you got to feel very proud to be a black person during this month of February in the United States. I think Black History Month is more important than ever, even though they gave us the shortest month, they tried it. But whatever, um, with all the pushes to get rid of black history out of schools, especially Ron DeSatan down in Florida, how he is, you know, really making it part of his whole uh, administration. Like that that's part of his legacy to rid mm -hmm. the schools of black history. Um, I think it's more important than ever. Now it's forcing people in the homes to like really, you know, make sure black history is a part of what parents are, are sharing with their kids and we really have to really push even harder now because they are really trying to erase our our history. Why, did you want to say something? I, yeah, I want to pose a question to you all. What do you say to those people who say, why do they have to have a month? Why do they have to have a Black History Month? Why do we even need that? I'm sure you guys have heard that question before. Why do you all get a month? Why do we, why do you, why do we even have to celebrate it? Shut your ass up, because y'all have every other month. And let's be clear, the same reason why we had to have HBCUs, because y'all wouldn't give us our own. The same reason why we have had to have Miss Black Americas, because y'all refuse to recognize the beauty in Black women. The same reason why we have to do these things is because a lack of. It's not to gloat or to, to have more than y'all, the, the dominant culture. It's because the dominant culture has prevented Black history from being out there and has repressed it. So we have to make a extra point. It's just like Black Lives Matter. It's really mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter too. Y'all started it. That's it. Y'all started it. 
Okay, they tell us to move on. Miss Squad, you are in the blogs as a TV producer, as TV producer Carlos King, and the creative married to medicine, as well as your former friend Mariah Hux. Uh, discuss your TV career. Let's take a look at what they were saying about you, Miss Squad. I think that by now she should have spent off. Wait a second. Do not understand um, how she's married to medicine in any way. I don't. I, it does not make sense to me. Miss mm. Quad, do you agree you know, that? Uh, I, you know, I know her. I know her very well, and that was kind of a, a little underhanded compliment in a sense. You know what I mean? Flap you up real good. It'll get you off of this show, and then you know. But I'm gonna say you need a spinoff. You know, here, here's the thing. I think I can do both. And we're talking about. Um, you know, she said she doesn't see how I'm connected to medicine in any way. Any any way. Um, I was once connected, connected to medicine because I do have an ex-husband who is still uh, uh, in the medical arena and who is also a psychiatrist. Well, for myself, I come from the medical background. Uh, before I even got into television, I sold capital equipment and trained doctors in the ER. My degree is in biology with a minor in chemistry. And not only that, I am the face of the NICU for a company called the Millennium Group. So we go out into the communities of those hospitals who are in impoverished areas where those kids are suffering more, the most in NICUs and we raise awareness, okay? We raise awareness in reference to the, the importance of prenatal care and many different topics. So we just wanna go ahead and clear that up. If anyone who feels that I am not married to medicine, get into it a fall face first. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you this, Quad. When I think of married to medicine, I, I think of you. I think the names are synonymous. I mean, I think about that first First season, I think that's the, one of the first couple of seasons are the ones that I watched the most. And you, to me, are the the backbone of Married to Medicine. So I don't. I mean, I guess I do understand where that comment came from, but uh, don't worry about it. And you're right. You can do either one. I think for people who are hanging on to the name of the show, then I can kind of say, okay, well, you have a question that you want to present. But I think that was also all washed away when Phaedra Parks came onto the show and. We never got a chance to see her man. We know that there was a man, but the man did not sign their re his release. And so he did not move forward uh, uh, being visible on the show. And uh, to this point, we still haven't seen a man that's in medicine that's connected to Phaedra Parks. But I do think Phaedra is great television, and I know that I am as well. Okay, so I'm going to be messy. I'll be the messy Marvin today. So were you offended or not? I mean, give us the tea, the truth. Were you offended by the little backhand compliment, the undercut? Like, and then were you offended by Carlos's response, the way he looked like, oh, really? What? And get a show going. So, so I am definitely not taking offense to that. Uh, in, in regards to Mariah, I spoke on that earlier when I answered the question. I thought it was an underhanded compliment, you know, but um, she did say some things. I, I, I've been getting little bits and clips of, of what not what's been said, I, I think, in there. Uh, episode of the interview. And a lot of things that she did say was the truth. I have to be honest. I'm not going to take anything away from it, but I'm not giving anybody anything either. But when she's telling the truth, I'm with her when she's right. You know, um, let's not act like, and this isn't shade of her. This is just in the, the premise. There's all kinds of shows that say married to something or something wives. And some of these people ain't been wives since I was away. And it was only for a few months. So I'm just saying, like, we kind of in the same boat. So, I mean, I could probably be a basketball wife. I've been to a couple games. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry, Al. <laughs> you want to be messier than me, so. <laughs> okay, you can have the I mean, what are the requirements nowadays? I took medicine before. Oh, we, I could be on married to medicine too, right? I, I, I have medicine in my medicine cabinets. I've been to a couple basketball games. <laughs> Could I be, I could probably be on either one of them if, if we go by the standards now. It ain't really like it used to be. Housewives, I was one for 10 minutes. But I could be on any reality show out there. Well, I, I mean, they, they really just, I think that was a way to kind of just shade me. I think there was one episode, right. one, one year that she was on the reunion. She said, the year that I'm not even married to medicine anymore. And I think, you know, uh, that was just something that people can kind of hang their hats on if they felt a certain type of way about me. Mm. But, you know, like I said, for the most part, a lot of the things I did agree with, uh, the clips that I did see. You uh, liked them. Okay. 
No, you know what I'm saying? You, there's a positive. No, they're making me move on. They're going to cuss me out. They're going to divorce me if I don't move on to the next topic. But I'm She's going to get ready to spill some good tea, too. She's going to say, like, well, we, got, we got the rest of the show. I'm going to revisit that, honey. We got to Cut it out. <laughs> Music mogul Diddy is in the news again. We previously reported a woman identified as Jane Doe has filed a counter motion after Diddy requested for her to be to reveal her identity to the public. Now, Jane Doe and her legal team are stating that Diddy wants the public to malign her and reduce her credibility because she's also the victim of another public case that happened years after her alleged assault. So, you know, lose her credibility because she may have not won a case prior and that, which has nothing to do with your case, Diddy. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do you think alleged victims should be allowed to stay anonymous? Al, what do you think? Ooh, Claudia, this is such a tough and touchy conversation right here. Um, I think it should if their public safety is at risk or if they have kids involved or or something of that sort. Now, to just to be blindly protected? No, I don't think so. And we know that when they are blindly protected with a lot of the sexual assault cases against black men, that's a way of them beating the system. And I don't like that. Now, the thing here is this is an old school tactic that lawyers have been using for years. You got to discredit the victim. You got to discredit the one that's bringing the charges. Now, we know that this headline clearly is very intentional and is calculated. But for me, I think Diddy need to hold the horses on this one because him pushing this forward in the media is only going to bring up our memory of what the bad things he's done. This is not going to change whether we know this woman or not our public opinion of Diddy. And that's what he needs to be focusing on if he plans to push through all of these pending lawsuits as well as trying to revive or resuscitate any type of life in the entertainment industry. I've said this before, in these types of situations, as a brand strategist and a corporate strategist, I would recommend that he do just three simple things. Number one, stay out of social media. Stay off lines keep your cases out of the headlines if you can, because it just makes people remember how disgusting Cassie made you look. After that, you need to become a hermit, go away, I think I would even join church. I would rededicate my life to Christ, baptize myself, and maybe jump in a rehab somewhere and try to try to, to go to TD Jake's church, but that didn't work out. Try to get off this computer. <laughs> <laughs> you really <laughs> get off this computer, girl. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. And then we, you know, we'll we'll be nicer and more open to understand. I agree. Good good advice, Al. Why? Hi. <laughs> You're How in can the mess make this now. Controversy go away because I don't want him to get swallowed up in this controversy. So, well, listen. Things that we do in the past often come back, comes back to haunt us, and it it, it doesn't have a time period on it. There's not a statute of limitation with it, and this is just a time where you know the door. The doors were open and unfortunately he has a lot that he has to answer to. And when I tell you Patsy laid it out, she laid it out. I, if I would have been him, I think there was 30,000 or I'm sorry, $30 million on the table initially. And that was supposed to be agreed upon. And then when it was time to pay the girl out, you know, it was like, uh -uh, I'm not doing it. And then I, I, I guess for the life of me, I guess he never thought that she would come forward and really go through with it. And uh, it just kind of opened a can of worms for Diddy. Yeah. Um, Diddy, don't try to discredit this victim before she comes out. I don't care if she was involved in another case and she may not have won that case. That has nothing to do with your case. And if you are that arrogant to think that so much time has gone by that we're going to just forget what Cassie laid out for us. Do you remember when you came out, when Cassie's lawsuit came out, how many people came forward and got the courage because of what she did? We haven't forgotten. And because you settled, we don't think that you did not do it. We think you wanted it to go away for the other people to not come forward. And I'm in full support of this victim coming out. I think I know who it is. And I'm not going to put her on blast right now. I talked about who I thought it was. Um, but it's not going to work, Diddy. And I don't think you're being well advised at all. I think it's horrible advice. Keep attacking the women that are saying you attacked them when they right. were on stage. Yeah. Who's telling you this advice? Who's lawyers? All right, coming up next, Byron Allen is uh, bidding his billions 
he's doing his thing. And later, find out what a woman is saying about polygamy. We'll be right back. Hit that like button. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to TJF. Go ahead and hit that like button, soulmates. We see y'all in the chat. Thank you so much. And I see y'all having lively discussions. Y'all, they feeling it. They feeling the little messiness tonight. All right. Billionaire Byron Allen is offering $14.3 billion to purchase Paramount Global's outstanding shares. Now, Paramount Global owns CBS, BT, Nickelodeon, MTV, and more. The question is, is this a good move and will it help to restore black content? I want to go first on this one. Byron Allen, you are the example. You are not playing with these corporations. You are writing these checks that you can, they are definitely going to clear. You bought the Weather Channel, brilliant move. You've been quietly building up your, your pocketbook, your money. And I hope you do. I know you will do you will do us right when it comes to black programming. And I really hope this goes through. The the offer Byron Allen is making will increase to a whopping $30 billion once the debts are calculated. This man got it going on. Kwa, what do you think? I'm here for every bit of it. Look, Byron has absolutely been a staple in our community quietly. A lot of people didn't know. They were thinking he was just somewhere hosting uh, the comedy show and that was that on that. This man is one of our beloved multi, is it multi? Well, he's a billionaire for sure, but he's like, he's always focused in on how he can forward the culture. And I really like that about Byron. Absolutely. Al, what are your thoughts on this? this is yeah, you know, Claudia, you hit on a few, only a few, you know, Comedy Central, Miramax, Paramount Pictures, Paramount Plus, TV Land, The CW, Showtime. These are what is under the umbrella of global, of Paramount Global. I would, it would be so nice to see a black man own all of this. But the question still becomes to me, and I know this is where we feel comfortable. We know that Byron will make or attempt to make the shifts in the in the programming to make sure that black culture is integrated. That I like. If it doesn't happen, though, Byron, may I suggest you have such influence, you have such touch the way that you transform companies in narratives and programming. I think you should take that money and start your own. Hmm. Yeah. He he can do it. And I'm sure he's thought yeah. about it, but he probably wants to buy established brands that already have the the the, the viewership already. Exactly. He's he knows what he's doing though, because I remember man, just seeing his climb has been just super, super epic. So hopefully TJF will be nominated for a Grio Award um at the next award. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw that out there, Byron Allen. Hi, Byron Allen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no shame. No shame. No, I'm 50. I got one foot in the grave. There's <laughs> the shame was one of the early part of life. I'll, I'll, that, that's out the way. You know, old people don't care no more. They just say whatever. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> All right, Daryl George, the high school student suspended from uh, school due to his locks, is set to face off in court against the school district. Daryl and his family are suing the Barbers Hill School District for potentially violating the Crown Act. Do you think Daryl will end up winning the lawsuit? Al, what do you think? You know what my favorite saying is on that show, and y'all gonna give me a segment sooner or later, where is the freaking outrage? This young black male has been out of the classroom since August of last year. All right, I don't care what color you are, I don't care where you're from, that is absolutely 110% inappropriate and not right, if not illegal. I just don't understand why the state, all the black people in the state of Florida, y'all should be flipping that state over on how they're treating this man. We have a law, it's called the Crown Act, that was, that was founded by the black woman from Texas, right, Claudia? in the state of Texas, that they are in direct violation of stopping him from getting his education, breaking a law seemingly, 
stopping him from getting his education. This seems like modern day slavery to me in some form or fashion. It's simply not right. You cannot ignore the law and you cannot deny a man who's willing and able to be educated to get an education. Texas, come on, y'all. You can do better. And Houston, I'm very upset with you because aren't you considered the black chocolate city of Texas? We are. You said you mentioned Florida, but it is you, you corrected. It is it is Texas. Texas wants us to go back to the 1800s so bad. They really, really do. The, the laws against women, this this here, the chronic and the chronic sp- uh, stands for create a respectful and open world for natural hair. And it prohibits discrimination based on a hair cell and texture. Quad, how do you feel about this? Like, this, this well, I feel outraged about it because it's his hair. It's his natural hair. The hair is not bothering anyone. He's not bothering anyone. He's probably a star, a star pupil. He may be an amazing student. Why are you hindering him from moving forward with his education based on something so simple as a hairstyle? It's ridiculous. It's just disrespectful. And you know what the name of the school is? You want to know what the name of the high school is? Frederick Douglass. Barber. Barber. Barber Hill High School. Barber High School. Barber High School School won't even let the boy put his hair tied up go to school. It's weird. Vepper Parr says he should win, but he probably won't. You know, if ever it was a time in America, outside of slavery, of course, that they are showing us how much they don't give a damn about us. It's now. This is a time where there's so much inclusivity, apparently in certain things like, you know, I remember these folks were fighting to be able to fly the Confederate flag and we supposed to just be okay with it. But a hairstyle that's natural on this man that's not bothering anybody is offending you so much that he can't even get his education. Then you're gonna complain that he's not educated. I'm sick of these people. We need to, I'm, I'm going to be quiet. So hard, though. Okay, rapper. Losing. You know, I mean, it's kind of like they're, every time we get to the finish line, it's kind of like, oh, oh, no, no, no. You, you, move didn't it. Race, you didn't win the race. Yeah. You, more, you run some more, and it's like, oh, 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 you didn't break the ribbon. You didn't break the ribbon. It, it's really awful how we are treated in this country. It really is. It's an unfair playing field. It's always been like that. I mean, we've started, literally built this country on our backs and and, and still, you know, this is what we get. get. We can't even get the reparations for that. Now, let me, let, let's just go there. We need that. I'm going to need that check. That VSO is kicking in. <laughs> All right. Rapper Juvenile is putting the Lovers and Friends Festival on blast for including his name on the flyer as one of the acts without compensating him. Take a look. Whoever in charge of Lovers and Friends, man, y'all doing bad business, man. Y'all done put my name on the flyer and y'all know y'all ain't sent me no deposit, ain't sent me no bread or nothing. Keep on playing games, talking about y'all going to get back at me. Look, y'all playing games with the wrong all right, is Lovers and Friends Fest giving Fry Festival, or is it just an oversight? Uh, no, real quick, Lovers and Friends reportedly do this every year with artists retracting their statements and rejoining the concert. Mary J. Blige blasted the festival last week and then rejoined as a headliner. I, yeah. Al, what do you think? And this is actually you know, a really good show. You know show. what this is. You know what this is, Claudia. This is clearly a tactic. They have been doing it for years. I remember them. And it seems to work because they, I, I think it's a part of the contract now because big celebrities like Mary J. Blige speaking out against them and then appearing. Juvenile, once again, speaking out against them. But, well, if they get him that money, he will be appearing. I feel like this is just off of morality for them to go viral so that they can increase their ticket sales. And they have a formula that appears to be working so they're going to continue to use it but why do you want to come across as a company that's unprofessional right because it is illegal yeah and, and here's the thing too you are putting up a false narrative about somebody else that's not true for instance if i'm thinking oh, i'm a big fan of juveniles which i do like bad that ass up honey but I'm just saying, if I am a big fan of this person and then I'm thinking, oh, this person's going to be there. He's going to be there. Then I buy my ticket. Then I learn you guys didn't pay him. So he didn't show up. So now I'm heartbroken. And it makes it makes it makes Juvie look bad, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's a disconnect in the the with the promotions. Maybe people are reaching out. There's so many people. These things I go every year. I already got my tickets for this year. Well, I, they were gifted. But anyways, I'm going this year. And it's a dope ass show. It really is. But I think they got they 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 really um are very uh they 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 go for it. 
They try to book everybody and their mama. And I think maybe they're a little overwhelmed because this is whack. This is not a good tactic to me. Oh, he's here. No, he's not. He's here. No, that's not a good tactic. Like, I agree with you, Quad. That's actually a silly marketing scheme. I don't like it. At this point, this is such a good festival. You don't need to do this. It gets sold out. It's getting sold out. It's going to be sold out. All right. Well, maybe I'll see you there, Quad, backing that ass up in Vegas because uh, it's actually <laughs> Coming up next, find out why Courtney Cleaney's parents were arrested. And later, VP Kamala Harris has some plans in place for former inmates. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, we all remember Courtney Cleaney, the OnlyFans model who was accused of fatally stabbing her boyfriend, Christian Obumsley. Okay, well, her parents were arrested this week in connection with the murder case. They're being accused of tampering with evidence after going through Christian's laptop before notifying attorneys about it. Do you think Courtney's parents were up to something fishy? Quad, what do you think? Any kind of way you're tampering to someone's things without them knowing, and in this case, clearly he didn't know it. Yes, they were up to something. Absolutely. Al, what do you think? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you, Claudia. I remember this this case very clearly. Like I was vested, and you know, this is the same young man that used to go on Instagram and and talk bad about black women. I mean, he had a lot of bad things to making fun of their hair, making fun of their shape, making fun of their skin color. And do you remember when he got killed, uh, the father and the daughter were caught out partying on the town? Do you remember mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people in the, the people who saw them out partying came up to her and said, what are you guys doing? It's so disrespectful for you to be out here partying when you just got out of jail for killing somebody. I think they were partying because he erased some information on that laptop regarding this murder or this death and that black man. And that's why they are going, they are being arrested. I'm glad they are. This is absolutely tampering, like knock it off. And of course, I'm never going to celebrate a black man being murdered, actually anybody being murdered, even though he had some hatred to black women, I, I don't wish him dead. But I do want other black men that think about speaking ill about black women to just think about what you're saying. Like you can date whoever you want to date. In this case, this man dated a killer who ended up killing him. Um, but you don't have to like besmirch and insults and come for uh, black women in the process. Just love who you love without hating everybody else. You don't have to justify uh, while I'm with her because black women are X, Y, Z, because look what this white woman, this white queen that you put on a pedestal ended up being. And yes, I still want justice for you. Even with that being said, I can speak the truth and not hate on you. Just call a spade a spade here. But um, I, I think that, I, I, yes, I want everybody involved to be to be taken down. And nothing will justify his murder, even if he was negative online. I will not be happy about that. But yeah, lock them little raggedy, dusty trailer park parents up as well, because they definitely need that smoke too. Because mm -hmm. And celebrating after you got to, and celebrating. Celebrating. Pointing. Um, Renee said, this black woman, but look who killed you. And Carrie said, she's like OJ, but white. But dang. All right. Something must be in the air. A 71-year-old woman in Florida has been charged with attempted murder after allegedly attempting to kill her husband. She's 71. How old is Angela Bassett? I was just about to say she's 71. She looks like she's 115. Let's see the picture again. It's very much giving giving Oh, oh. Dehydration. Oh, she's so poorly. My God. When she was 26, did she look... 62? Oh, what happened? Was it a fire? Okay, the incident occurred after her husband reportedly received a postcard from a woman he dated 60 years ago, and she went off. Can you believe this, Al? What do you think? 
I mean, it's just so disrespectful. She tried to smother him looking like that. She tried to take a pillow and, and smother him. I, this story just had too many different weird turns and twists on it because they, they say he's so fragile that, it, you know, it basically almost killed him. He's like an intensive care or something. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand what the point was over a postcard. Something else is going on with these older women. And it's like the second or third story that we've covered in the last two weeks about 70 something year old women attacking their husbands and finally killing them. What well, is going I on? Just wait a couple weeks. He, if he looks like you, he'll probably be gone a few I think it's ridiculous. We're talking about someone that sent him a postcard or contacted him 20 years ago. I'm confused. Who wants him? This man is not even the same man that he was 20 years ago. Right. It's just ridiculous. It, it gives me this woman is a woman who wants control at all costs. And she, there's no telling what she's been in that house doing to that man, probably feeding the man all type of rat poison and everything else. But it looks like she's the one that's been drinking rat poison. <laughs> the police said that they, when they showed up, he was he was down bad, like real bad. He had bite marks on him. He had cuts and lacerations. He was so beat up that he could barely walk. I don't understand. Like, first of all, where does she get the energy to beat him up like that? What teeth are she using <laughs> to bite him? <laughs> I think she's on. She's giving mess. She's giving something. Oh, my oh God. too much Geritol before 12 noon or something. Like, what is this? Mm. Mm. I am so glad my mother, like, married a black man. You know, I got that melanin. I, the, the picture. Oh, the sun is her enemy. All right, a woman shared her unconventional opinion on polygamy. Watch this clip. If you cannot marry four wives, I cannot marry you. Yes, if you cannot marry four wives, I cannot marry you. We have to be four. Is it I'm the first wife or the second or the third or the fourth? You're not for me alone. You are for us. I'm so sick of humans. Aliens come get me. Kawhi, what do you think about this woman's comments? She's like, he need to be able to marry four people. What are we doing? She's confused. She's confused. She's disoriented. She uh, is a person who has probably had, uh, you know, some type of brainwashing along the way to me. I, th this is just not my stilo. I just can't get, uh, I, I can't get down with it. It's the sister wives and, oh, you know, she's helping me and I'm helping her. And when I don't want to do, she does. And it's a big family and we're this great big tree. No, that's not, that's not my ministry that I don't want to be in a relationship like that. I will not marry a man like that. And no one is going to subject me to anything like that. Ladies, your pH level is going to be all over the place. It's not good to be with a man that's sleeping with three other women. Even one of the women can throw your stuff. You want to have your thing smell like a fish tank. Um, Al, what do you think about this? <laughs> you know, it's so funny how women listen to the, to, to situations or comments and how men listen to it and they come up with two different things. So this is what I interpreted it as, right? I interpreted it as if you ain't got money to hold down four women, then I don't want no part of you. So I saw it more as a money play. Like she's saying, like, if you if you can't afford to take care of four different women in a, in a polygamy, a polygamy, what is it? Something Blame. like that polygamy relationship, then you don't have enough money to have me in your life. That's kind of how I interpret it, but I don't know how I got there, but that's what I think. I see that. She's saying if you can't, you need to be able to afford one, but you're yeah. a woman, lady. Be happy. People just getting greedy out here. <laughs> right. And plus she knows it's not that many great men. She's going to have to share. So she wants to share in a group and make sure he can take care of everybody instead of, you know, hiding money to take care of another. Well, well Al, why is it that it's said now that we have to share our men, you know, share good men because there's not a lot. Why don't more men become good men? And what's wrong mm -hmm. and what's embarrassing about being faithful and being in a, a relationship of a monogamy? What's wrong with that? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I kind of I kind of like that. It's like a badge of courage and honor for me, you know, that if I'm in a relationship that I sacrifice and be faithful to that person. However, we just don't live in that culture anymore, Quad. We live with people that are just fluid mentally. 
You know what I mean? Meaning they don't feel like that they have to be with just one person. They don't feel like they have to provide and protect like they used to. I grew up with that type of lesson, not only in my home, but also in my school and in my church and in my community. You took care of the women of the village type of uh, philosophy. And I, I still stand by that. But I, you can't find one out of a pack of 10 that believes that I think in this new generation. And it is sad. Because men want to be bad bitches now. They want to be bad bitches. They want to be the bad bitch. And they want to be taken care of. Uh, real quick, they, they're saying we got some comments. Tony says, aren't most men doing this anyways? Megan said, who's doing all the cooking? Sade said, it's a man's world and it's ghetto. <laughs> what were we going to say? What? No, I was just wondering, where does that leave our children? Yeah. Seeing bad examples, seeing whores, seeing That's their right. dusty fathers every uh, whenever the rotation is works out in their favor, never seeing them now having good role models. And then the next generation is even worse trying to outdo the last. It's a slippery slope we're in. Like it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Like we're supposed to just be okay. Like now we're embracing being side chicks and, and part of a foursome of fives. I'm not doing that. Or not even embarrassed by dating a married man. You know, like I, I, I just, yeah. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. it, it it's, it's disheartening. Proudly doing it. Uh, no, thank you. Come who changes up. this, though? Hmm? Who, would cha who, who would change this? Would the women have to change it? Can women change it? No. We no, both because the, the women men are have to change it? Both of us do. I yes. thought women were our mothers. Aren't they supposed to teach us? Didn't they supposed to teach us this? But they're um, not listening. And, and, and here's the thing. You're <laughs> the onus on the woman the father should have taught the oh. man better men the boys had to be better men got okay? it okay i know we gotta go so let me just well y'all gotta take them off a child support they'll come around more <laughs> i've been calling for this coochie strike for decades if we coochie and booty strike they would be forced to do our bidding ladies stop let's just go dry go dry so they can get it right i'm just saying Claudia's coochie strike. Okay. There are like vibrators and things of that nature. So, you know, you still can be pleased, ladies, by making sure you shake this man up. But it's just like women feel like they're having to fall into play just to get a little bit, a little piece of a man. And that's right. like she's getting every, a woman these days will give 90% of herself, you know. 10% to her kids if she have children, a little job or something. But he's going to give about 20% and then that's supposed to be all good. We're supposed to be happy. Rick says the men in Atlanta are already on coochie strike. <laughs> that's why that I was, a, I was, that like, was a good one. That was a good one. It was only four <laughs> left when I was there. Four that were not married, I'm saying. All right, coming up next, Vice President Kamala Harris has some plans in place for former inmates and later it seems like people will never stop acting up on airplanes. Here we go again. We'll be right back. Hit that like button. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm looking in the comments. JG said, Claudia is drunk. LOL. No, I'm not. No, she's not. This is the first show that we got didn't drink. I am just feeling good. Whenever I get my hair done, I'm feeling myself and then I'd be acting up more. I'm more of a, like a little troublemaker. It's a direct correlation. My hair is raggedy. I'm going to be boring. If my hair is popping, you're going to get these, uh, this shade and this uh, mischievousness. So that's all it is. Okay, moving on. Vice President Kamala Harris recently shared her plans to eliminate the hurdle that former inmates face when trying to obtain a business loan. Harris said, we have overly incarcerated specific communities, and particularly the black community and the brown community, for offenses that were nonviolent and for years, and incarcerated them. Do you think Kamala Harris is making a positive change and uh, with this new plan? What do you think about this? Um, Al, what do you think? Uh, yes, and I think it's good. And this is new for Kamala, because we know when she was in California, she put quite a few black people behind bars. But we're going to leave that alone because we want to talk about the positive. And this is definitely positive because, you know, 60% of African-American males that come out of prison are unemployed for a year or more. And that's the reality. And when you don't offer them the ability 
to provide for themselves as well as their families, they return back to the behavior that put them in prison. So I'm really excited to see her come on the other side and actually help black men in this area because, you know, recidivism is a real thing. It is a real thing. More of us are going back to prison in three years or less because they are not able to provide for their families. All right, Kwal, what do you think? Yeah, I, I share those same sentiments. Uh, it's really good to hear. So if, if I'm understanding this correctly, then after they are released from prison, they can now, but the law she wants to pass is apply for a loan and possibly be awarded that loan to move forward, maybe to create a business or to mm -hmm. take a family, whatever it may be. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, if they, yes. Have my vote. She would 100% mm -hmm. have my vote on this. So yeah. hats off to Kamala for that. Yes. I'm speak on this. And I know people are going to just jump down my throat on this. And um, I remember interviewing Kamala Harris when I worked on the Fox Foxhole back in the day with Jamie Foxx when she was first running. And I really liked her. And then I followed her as a senator. And she was amazing in the Senate hearings. And then when she came out as, you know, was running for with vice president to be vice president, a lot of flack came out, a lot of misinformation was out there about her. Not everything is accurate that's out there. I implore you all to go watch Roland Martin and he talks to people that are real close to her and really lays out the facts and the numbers. Um, she definitely has this reputation about locking up so many black men. Can we just be clear about this? She wasn't just going up to innocent black men and saying, you're going to jail. She was a prosecutor. And at the time, right, right. prosecutors have to prosecute cases that are helpful to their community. Did she over prosecute or under prosecute? Well, that's up to, you know, y'all, y'all decide that, but let's move forward. She doesn't do that anymore. She hasn't done that in a long time. And the fact that she's actually trying to enact, get real legislation out there that is practical, that helps the everyday man that has this problem. And I think this is something that people don't really think about the struggles of when you get out. So all I'm asking is yes, a lot of us have done stuff. We don't really like that thing you did 20 years ago. But if someone is trying to make a positive change in a direction that we're asking for and we need, then let's at least hear her out and give it a shot. Let's at least mm -hmm. hear them out. Mm -hmm. And I, I commend her for this because this is something I haven't even thought of. You know? All right. Um, we have some comments. Okay. Erica says, Kamala, the men you want release are the men you put in there. Ricardo says, yes, free these men because all the good men must be locked up because ain't nothing out here. That's true. Michelle said, free all the men except Tory Lanez, but also lock up Trey Songz and Trump. Damn. Gee whiz, that's so specific. <laughs> My God. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this before we go, and I'm not a Republican. If you are a black man committing crimes against your people, then I want you in jail too. I'm not for anyone hurting the black community. But innocent people, absolutely not. So there is a difference here. All right. Unfortunately, the location of Meg Thee Stallion's mother's grave was released online. Police are now involved to protect the grave site, which is ridiculous that this is even happening. This news comes after Nicki Minaj released her counter disc track called Bigfoot. Do y'all think this beef between Megan and Nicki is getting out of hand? Quar, what do you think? Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. I don't know how they found out where her mother was uh, resting in peace. Um, it is alarming. It's disturbing. It's something that I'm not for. I'm a completely against it. Yes, it's going too far. It's going too far. And this is a prime example of we, we kind of still just have to be mindful of the things we say when we have so much influence. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not that I'm thinking Nikki deliberately sent someone down to um, the grave site to terrorize her mother's grave. But when you are a person of influence, whether you like it or not, you are what you are, you are who you are. And you are a person who has the power to just say, say one thing, one word, and someone is going to act on it. So I think that's something that we all have to be mindful of people who are in a, uh, in a position of influence. Right you know, now. I want to piggyback that, um, Quad, because you're right, that person of influence and in, in what they say. And that's what's so concerning to me in this situation. Why doesn't Nikki ever just step up and say, all right, Bobs, calm down. Now, this is I'm drawing a line here. This is really disrespectful and I think because she is a person of influence that she needs to do that especially in a situation like this because I promise you if somebody go dig up that woman's mother at that grave site this will probably be one of the worst stories that we will cover in 2024.
Um, Jory says Nikki and her fan base going at it for over a week and Megan has been doing the Beyonce mute challenge and very unbothered. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with this because I think this is a disgusting story. Yes, the actions of the Barb's are not Nicki Minaj's quote-unquote actions, but you have your fans in a chokehold. They hang on your every word. They love you. They think the things that they do on your behalf will make you see them and will show their loyalty to you that there comes a point you have to say, because your father just passed away, Nicki Minaj, and rest in peace to your dad. And I would hate for someone to do this to you. And just like Trump was in trouble, is in trouble for inciting uh, January 6th, if you don't call off the dogs, this reflects badly upon you. Use this to turn the corner. You're not looking good in the press right now, Nikki, and you need a moment to show some humility and to some redemption and just say, listen, this is too far. Let's just keep it on wax. This is not cute. It's actually quite disgusting. And you're losing fans by the day. You really are. Barb's relax and don't show up to my house because we are in Texas here. So <laughs> anyways, Benzino recently explained why he does not follow his daughter, Quayla Ray on Instagram. He said she could be in a bikini twerking or something, but I love her to death. So I want to be able to visualize her the way I want to visualize her as a daughter. Do you agree with what Benzino was saying, Al? Yeah, yes. Yeah. My brothers are like this. So they use me as their little, you know, spies. So I have, well, I've been blocked by you know, some family members, but yeah, I see how a father, I'm not a father, but I can see how I wouldn't want to see my little girl twerking. I don't even want to see her being grown and flirtful and, and half nude all the time. And I, and, and my niece used to do this little thing with her lips on Instagram. It used to piss me off. It wasn't really th anything really bad, but I just didn't like seeing her being so grown and, and seeing her cross over to her adulthood or, or her womanhood. And, and I don't know, it's just to protect a part of me. And, and, wow. and theory. She doing her lips like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it just was like, mm, 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 mm. Well, what do you think about this? Well, if I was a parent, if I were a parent, yes, I would probably try to respect my child's, or I can't even call it a child, and child he, or, he or she a child. I would say I would probably try to respect them as a young adult. And just to guard my own personal feelings, I'll probably, you know, not yeah. tap to their social media so much. I, I think it'd be tough being Benzino and having his daughter because she's like, you know, right now the female rappers, they're all putting like very sexy images on display. So yes. it's got to be tough. And kudos to him for choosing that to, you know, protect his peace. But as a parent, I would probably be very nosy and not be able to not look. I'd be looking like, what you wearing that for? What you doing? But I understand he probably feels like he can't tell her what to do anymore because she is grown. I like her like that. I think she looks so cute when she's dressed up. She's a cutie pie. She is. Uh, Kelly said, Al, we remember your bikini picture on Fox Soul. Oh, yeah. Jerome is so messy. Jerome is so messy. <laughs> I remember that thong, the thong, thong, thong. All right, keep it long because coming up next, it seems like people will never stop acting up on airplanes. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Now, we see so many stories about passengers acting up on flights. So we're going to take a deeper look at airplane passenger behavior in fight or flights. All right, so let's go ahead and play along and make sure you drop a comment in the chat and let us know what you would do in these situations. All right, a woman is facing charges after being accused of yelling at the flight crew and threatening to pee in the aisle of her Frontier flight from Florida. The 60-year-old passenger allegedly dropped her pants, exposed her low-hanging genitalia for popping a squat in the aisle. Okay, it wasn't low-hanging. I just added that. <laughs> um, she also allegedly threatened to kill her flight mates. <sighs> If you were a fellow passenger, would you fight and take this woman down with her labia minor, major, and old? Or would you fight, flight, and mind your own business? Why would you? You fighting? You putting them paws up with her? <laughs> you know, just like mind your business. The lady has her pants down. And I and listen, the place I can only imagine smells like old fish sticks. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get up at my first class. Oh, I'm sorry. Frontier doesn't have first class today. Oh. 
I was going to say, I'll go up and get out of my first class and just go to the back of the plane, child. Just get me some peace in the back of the plane. Did you say old fish sticks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm into water sports, but heck no, I would be afraid she might pee on me or something. She didn't look too clean either, so I don't know. I would I think I would flight. I agree. Pardon me, you guys. I would probably try to pull her pants up because that's disgusting. Yo, oh, you would touch her? I would touch her pants or clothes to so maybe pull them up. Cause like your coochie's just all out there. There's kids on the plane. You're exposing yourself for too much because see, you trying to touch her and pull her pants up. She's gonna probably turn into a Karen. Oh my God. Oh, I can't believe it. You're aggressive. You're aggressive. You're being aggressive. Oh no. Get this one. You know, they turn into all of that. all of that, child. Then it's no longer about her peeing in front of everybody. It's more so about you attacking her. Back, come to the back of the plane with me and that's let's just true. have us a little drink and then if a drop of her pee got on me oh my god um we we we, we gonna be fighting we gonna you're be gonna be on the do not fly list you know it smells like uh, i want to add to what you said it smells like you said old fish sticks and just throwing some old mothballs with that as well <laughs> oh we have some comments uh-huh. old yeah. fish mothballs and ammonia <laughs> yes, the cat be. <laughs> Jessica said she was channeling her inner R. Kelly. Nisha said they ate raisin potato salad. I bet that pea smelled hard. Ooh. Laura said that's why we leave Spear in Frontier alone. TJ said I'm just going to start driving. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Universal Music uh, Group did a reach, did not reach a music deal with TikTok. UMG is set to pull their music from TikTok's platform due to artist compensation and AI technology. TikTok responded, uh, it's sad Universal Music Group put their own greed above the interests of the artists. How do you feel? Um, How do you feel this will change people being able to access tons of music on TikTok? You think it's going to cause a problem? Because people love the the music on there. Kwa, what do you think? I, I love even on all, across all of my social media platforms to add a little music. And if I feel a little feisty, I might want to add a little hiss. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. with that being said, I, I, I it it hurts. And it's, it's going to be like, uh, it may make them go to other platforms. But the other part of that, I want to know who was really getting the money. So what was Universal going to get the money or was Universal going to take and give a percent to the artist? Like, how was that? What was that breakdown? What does that look like? UMG claims that TikTok wants to pay its artists only a fraction of the rate from other social platforms. Al, what do you think? Um, I just think it's sad across the board. But you know what? I've never seen an organization or a company of that size issue a statement like that. That's really a damaging statement. I think they're basically saying, like, artists, you need to get in contact with your record label because they're screwing you. Subliminal message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So in the news, so much to say. It's I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with TikTok. It seems there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Anyways, I had a fun time. Quad, are you feeling your alcohol right now? Are you feeling good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it takes the XO a little bit longer to kind of hit. You know what I mean? I don't know, Quad. Them eyes looking a little heavy right now. Now <laughs> <laughs> you over there feeling good. I'm feeling a little good. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to MC Lights party tonight for Grammys. Take a lot of pictures. Huh? That should be yeah, lots of fun. That Take should be fun. Yeah. All right. I want to thank my co-hosts Al Reynolds and Miss Quad for joining us tonight. Now, thanks for watching us on YouTube. Please watch the replay tomorrow and hit that like button. We'll see you back here tomorrow acting up again. Bye, y'all. Have a good night, soulmates. Bye.